GarfCast. My name is Trevor C. Trevaton, and with me, of course, we have Jacob Penske. It's a pleasure to be joining you here today, Trevor. I, you know, we've been away for a while, but I think that just makes my love for the GarfCast even stronger. So I'm, I'm real happy. Ah. And of course, in corner number two, we have Maddie B. Yo, what is going on, guys? It's your boy, Maddie, <laughs> Maddie freaking B. And, you know, I'm just happy to be here. And we're, we're happy to have you, Matthew. But, of course, the GarfCast would not be the GarfCast without Sean Lyons. Oh, Sean Lyons, I'm a little baby man. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Sean isn't here. Sean has left the GarfCast to start his Fortnite Twitch stream. So every night, he is going to be streaming instead of being with us. He is going mm. to be a gamer instead of a GarfCaster. But it's okay. Ew. But it's okay. We don't need Sean. You know why, Jacob? Why is that, Trevor? Because we have the one, the only, <laughs> Sam May. Hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> Good to be here. Fuck Sean. I can't wait to lick that, stick that, break her off Kit Kat here on the GarfCast. And it's copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get copyright striked, Sam. If, if people knew who we were, maybe. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, as you guys... As uh, as the audience may know, we've we've been gone for a little bit, and that's because the majority of us have been moving into college, and we've just kind of we've uh, we've just become separate, and we we haven't seen each other. In fact, we've we haven't seen each other in ten weeks or however long it's been. I don't know. Ten so, weeks. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why we're starting a new season, season three of the Garfcast, because we've been <laughs> we've been on hiatus. Yeah. But um so yeah. how how is everybody? What what's everybody been up to? Well um I uh I just uh, I moved into uh University of Tokyo in Japan. Mm -hmm. Um it was a bit difficult, you know, moving overseas, but you know, I think I'm blending in nicely. I, I, I'm learning the language a little bit, but it's hard, you know? It's hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sam, how have you been? Oh, not bad. I'm just kind of playing this little game. I can, uh, I can see that you're playing a little game right now. Oh, I'm not doing it right now. Oh, re really? So what's the, uh, what's the controller controlling then? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the bed underneath the couch. So the controller is controlling a vibrator. <laughs> Why would you have a controller for a vibrator and not just have a vibrator? Well, so that so you can you, control it when you're so you taking can, it from so the you could, So you could, like, give it to someone else and, like, have them control, control your it. sexual pleasure? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah instead of just, you know, fucking... I feel like that. Listen, Matt. There's oh. there's an art to being. I I don't even know what word I was gonna say pegged, but does it count as pegging if it's separate from the body? Well, I mean, 
Um. Well, anyway, how how have you been, Matt? <laughs> it's been interesting. You know, the murdering of all non-Christians has been a little difficult for me, but mm-hmm. you know, I've I've been I've been able to get by. That's good. That's good. Um, you know, I've I haven't been up to much. Just you know, studying the art of Garfield and everything. Going through the complete works of Jim Davis. Gotta you know get ready for the podcast. That's your major, right? Garfield studies. Yeah, I'm I'm at Garfield <laughs> University here in <laughs> here in uh, Muncie, Indiana. So uh, yeah, studying Garfield. It's it's you know it's hard. Eight hour eight hours of homework a night, but it's what you sign up for here at Garfield University. It's a legit <laughs> school. And I, you're going six figures right out of college mm-hmm. with that degree, like that's, that's... yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> Trevor, are, uh, aren't you even? Trevor, aren't you even making money in college from this? Like, oh, dude, rolling in the classic Garfcast ads. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm just. I'm yeah. making. It's it's so much money. I got my own private dorm here. You know, it's just. I'm I'm living life, living bro, living large. However, a lot of the money from the podcast is going to my schooling for uh, Garfield University. Yeah, obviously. Yep. obviously. Only his yeah. school. Yeah. yeah. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor gets all hey, the money from the Garfcast. Hey, Sam, Matt, if you guys are offering to edit and produce the podcast, go ahead. Oh, I mean, how hard could that be? But I mean, if you – but uh, who's the one with the bank account signed up to Garfcast? Uh, it's it's uh. me, so I'm the one that the, the copyright's under, but uh, – yeah, it's whatever. It's whatever, Sam. That's what like. Garfcast is like a company, right? Yeah, exactly. Don't yeah. you think they pay their, you know, <laughs> no. uh, it's not just Jeff Tre- Bezos' money? Trevor, um, have you uh, considered starting a Garfcast payroll? Like, <laughs> on there? Uh, I mean, I guess, I guess you guys could get paid, you know. Um, Thanks. You know, what's, <laughs> Jake, what's minimum wage in Tokyo? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let me think, actually. Um, actually, I I don't knew... they make any money there. <laughs> actually, in Tokyo, they use something called... They, they just... It's enough, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so, right. my, my, my family made all of their money in some questionable <laughs> markets, but... We're not going to talk about that. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You might have had to make some deals with the Japan mafia, but listen, you get the yeah. top schooling. It's yeah, it is the, what it is. The, yeah. the Yakuza boss does not mess around. So <laughs> that's how he gets paid. He just doesn't get killed by the Yakuza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the Yakuza. Uh, well. Now that we've all been, uh, you know, caught up, it's uh, it's time to talk some Garfield. So, we've we've talked about who Garfield is, who John Arbuckle is, and we even talked about who Jim Davis is. But I think it's time that we talk about Odie. Now everybody knows Odie. He's you know, he's the dumb dog. He's Odie. He's he's that little old mutt that Garfield loves to kick around. But um. <laughs> Lions. <laughs> What'd you say, Sam? He's like Sean Lyons. <laughs> he is the Sean Lyons <laughs> of the Garfield family. Right. So, um, 
Let me, let me. I'll start off by just uh, listing off some some Odie facts. You know, he is technically a wired hair dashund terrier mix. Now, I I don't know if that was because when you look that up, that's the type of dog that played him in the movie, and I don't know if they changed it to be that after the movie or if they made him that type of dog in the movie because that's what Jim Davis would say he is. Um, but uh, that that is the type of dog he is. And um, his uh, his first appearance was in August eighth, nineteen seventy eight. A classic classic year, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the name came from a car dealership commercial written by Jim Davis, which featured Odie, the village idiot. Davis liked this name and continued to use it again. However, Odie wasn't originally named Odie. Odie was named Spot. When Jim shared his strips with cartoonist Mort Walker, famous for Beetle Bailey, Walker told Jim that he had a dog in his strip, Boner's Ark, named Spot. Uh, so Jim... What's him? Oh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> okay. Are you going to talk about Boner's Ark? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's the issue with Boner's Ark? The <laughs> comic strip that went on for almost 20 years and nobody knew Seems a little it. sacrilegious. <laughs> 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 Anywho, uh, Jim, when he found this out, he was like, oh, my bad. I'll, I'll name the dog something else. So he named the dog Odie. Now, um, Odie, Odie originally appeared in the comics when John Arbuckle's friend Lyman asked John if he could move in. John, being the great friend that he is, of course said, of course, Lyman, you can, my house is your house. Feel free to come in. But he forgot, Lyman forgot to tell John that he was bringing a dog with him. So Lyman brings a dog into the house. You know, dog and a cat. <laughs> Hijinks were bound to ensue. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, I because, do... because cats hate dogs. I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for those who don't know, does any, did anybody know about Lyman before this episode? Or before this show period, because we've brought him up a couple times. I, I was familiar no. with the name, but I, I didn't actually know what his role was in the Garfield comics. I didn't know that he was Odie's owner. I actually thought he was another dog or a cat or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, this is the first time I really did some research on him. Mm-hmm. Matt? Yeah, no, I, I was completely unaware of Lyman's existence. Mm-hmm. Well, what if I were to tell you that there's there's some darker things going on with Lyman that meets the eye? Oh, well, let's hear about that. So as we know, his first appearance was in 1978, but Lyman's last appearance was April 24th, 1983. However, his appearances kind of just fizzled out without explanation. So there was no like episode where Ly- or strip where Lyman moved out and said his goodbyes. Lyman just disappeared, but Odie stayed. Um... Lyman was originally created so John had, like, an actual person to talk to and wasn't just, like, living alone with his cat. But as the strips went on, Garfield just kind of became more talkative. Because <laughs> yeah. originally Garfield was just kind of the punchline giver. But now he's, he's, like, he was always talking back to John even though John was never, like, actually talking back to Garfield because it was in Garfield's head. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it was... Garfield ended up filling the space that Lyman was meant for. So Lyman had to go. But um, 
Jim has been confronted over the years where like people were like, yo, wait, what happened to Lyman? And Jim has quoted, he's been quoted saying, don't look in John's basement. And he joined the Peace Corps and was never heard from again. And uh, if you look in the web game, Garfield's Scary Scavenger Hunt 1 and 2, you can see Lyman chained up in the basement and his severed head in the oven. So, um, and yes, those are real. <laughs> so, <laughs> what the, what, what's going on with Lyman? <laughs> well, do you know the extent of Jim Davis's involvement in the web game? No, Jake, I don't know what the, uh, extent of Jim Davis's participation in the Scary Scavenger Hunt games were, but I do know that he did participate in writing on the Garfield show, and that show eventually did give some kind of closure to Lyman. They did a uh, four-episode arc about the disappearance of Lyman, and it turned out that he was a photographer, and he was living in the wildlife, or living in the jungle, protecting wildlife from poachers. So okay. he's out He's out there doing some uh, some serious work. Hmm. Good guy Lyman. Good guy Lyman, you know? he's. Lyman said, bye, man. <laughs> maybe, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe while he was protecting animals from poachers, one of the poachers thought he was an animal and shot him, and that's why his severed head is in the basement. You know, that is actually well, kind of funny, because yeah. in, in the episode arc, the way that Lyman is protecting animals from poachers is he dresses up as a horrible monster to scare poachers away instead of like doing anything else yeah <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah that's, <laughs> that's genuine yeah um yeah sam do you do you think lyman could ever see a reappearance in the comic strips again like why do you think jim hasn't really done anything with them well i mean that is the beauty of comics you can pretty much do anything mm-hmm. you know uh, I mean, like, is anyone really dying to see Lyman again? Probably not. Unless there's, I mean, I hate to hate to sound weird, but there's this weird cult following for Lyman on Garfield Twitter. That <laughs> disappeared. It probably wouldn't exist. Fair there's enough. Yeah. Pause, like when something happens to a character. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like that quiet kid that like shoots up the school. And kills because no one really cared about him before he does that. It just—I don't think I don't think it's quite like that. But Sam, are you, I, are you comparing <laughs> are you comparing the Garfield fan base to school shooters? No, no, no. I'm I'm kind of making a comparison about the whole idea of liking something after it. Uh... People don't like school shooters after they shoot up the school. <laughs> Like <laughs> Sam, name one school shooter you're friends Sam. with. No, it's like, like, oh man, he was so, he was so sweet. How could he do this or something? Like, no, you, you didn't know. <laughs> you know. Right? Like, you can be like, oh, he was so troubled, and like, you can't say that for sure. <laughs> um, was Lyman troubled? <laughs> I I don't think he was troubled. I think he was just a goofball for John to play off of. Okay, you know I got I got a theory. Lyman okay, Matt, go on. A, Lyman, the reason he left the comic strip was he was a school shooter and he went off to prison. 
Mm. Good theory. Wait, Ooh. wait. So, okay. I mean, I guess, yeah, you can be a school shooter when you're an adult. Wait, I, Any, anybody that shoots up a school is labeled as a school shooter. I have, I have a better example of a school shooter. Okay, lay it on me. Like Harambe. Like, ah. Ah. Got, got, right? Yeah. The one thing I will say, though, the era that Lyman was in has been labeled as the golden age of Garfield by Garfield fan base. Not just because of Lyman, but because that was the last time that Garfield was back when Jim Davis still had treated Garfield like, in quotation marks, art, because that was his passion before it was just paychecks. Um, That's when Jim was still, in the fans' eyes, putting an effort. So people kind mm-hmm. of like attaching Lyman to that. But um this episode's this episode's about Odie, so let's let's bring it back on to Odie. I um Matt when when you think about Odie, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? You know, I just think of a happy I just think of a happy dog, you know, a little a little bit on the dumb side, but you know, he's just living his best life, you know. He's just having a good old time. Well, Matt, what if I were to tell you that Odie had a secret life? Oh, let's let's hear it. <laughs> what if I were to tell you that <laughs> Odie Odie is often played off to be a dumb dog, but he's he's quite smarter than you might think. Oh, Odie, really? Odie throughout the years has been shown to read novels like War and Peace and likes listening to classical music like Mozart and Beethoven. Because there's strips where John and Garfield will leave the house, and then it cuts back to Odie reading a book and listening to Mozart. Um, There was one time where John, Garfield, and Odie were camping, and uh, it started to rain. But Odie had locked John and Garfield out of the car so he could enjoy the nice AC, the nice pre-made sandwiches that John had made and left in the car, and, you know, the dryness of the car all to himself. Normal dog, a dumb dog couldn't do that, but Odie did. Odie has also completed Sudoku and crossword puzzles, much to John's surprise, and has been seen to write poetry. Hmm. Really? Well. <laughs> smart <I> dog. Guess, uh... <laughs> so this is this has sparked up the the two Odie theory. You know, whenever people can't explain something in a piece of media they like to say they like to make the two person theory there's the two luke skywalker theory there's the two Odie theory you know <laughs> i <laughs> i don't really understand the theory why would there be two odies but you know i think it just makes more sense that Odie puts on the persona of being a dumb happy dog but uh, in reality is uh, quite quite intellectual hmm, quite the academic mm-hmm um, well, um, no. you know, Teddy Gray actually kind of played into this in uh, Garfield the musical. He made Odie secretly have a secret life. Who's Teddy Gray? Oh, no, Sam May. Oh, oh, oh no, no oh, Sam no. May. No. Sam May. Oh, was he you like, just, you just like committed a a felony, like a Garf, <laughs> Garfcast felony. What's, I mean, what's the, <laughs> get, what's Sam, get the heck out. All right, Garfcast fans, if you don't know who Teddy Gray is, go check back out on our Teddy Gray interview where we got to talk to the man himself and go 
bit deeper okay. into the Garfeld behind the scenes. Nice. Pretty cool guy. Anywho, <laughs> um, one, of, one of the common attributes related to Odie, uh, Garfield is often seen bullying Odie. One of the running gags is Garfield likes kicking him off the table. Um, he pranks him a lot. Um, <laughs> he's, Garfield's the original prankster to Odie. <laughs> but, um, and, you know, a lot of people ask Jim, they're like, hey, man, why, why is Garfield so mean to Odie? And Jim, Jim has a response. He has said, Odie is so kickable. He sort of doesn't care. But Garfield would never actually hurt Odie for real. He just gives him a pinch now and again. As we've seen in constant Garfield media, Odie and Garfield do deep down love each other. Garfield 2004, anybody? <laughs> hey, yo. Oh, that, that's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the end, Odie is kind of... Odie's the yin to Garfield's yang. They, they kind of complete each other. Without Odie, Garfield wouldn't have anything to, to mess with, you know? Yeah. Except for John, of course. Mm. <laughs> John's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. So, anything anybody want to say about uh, classic Mutt Odie? I have one. I have one thing. Go on, Jacob. Um, you know, as always, I, I do my dramatic reading. And I have a dramatic reading. But I want to mm-hmm. read another comic just, uh, just kind of normally. And okay. So see a non could, a non dramatic reading. Yeah, just see if you could notice something. Garfield pokes John as he's sipping coffee. The coffee spills. Garfield says, "I'm hungry." Garfield, you know how I how you how I hate it when you poke me. Garfield keeps poking him. Then feed me. How would you like it if I poked you? As John pokes Garfield. Then all of a sudden, Lyman and Odie walk in. Lyman says. It's things like that that makes me that make me glad I'm a dog owner. Odie then pokes Lyman's back and says, "I'm hungry." Odie a... spoke. Odie had dialogue on June fifteenth, nineteen eighty. Odie, it was, was a thought. Dialogue? It was a thought bubble, just like Garfield, but it was dialogue. Odie said, "I'm hungry." I don't know if this was a mistake. June fifteenth, nineteen eighty. Yeah, June fifteenth, nineteen eighty. Oh my God, I'm looking at this right now. This this is some cursed imagery. Um, is it? <laughs> I I mean, it's almost as cursed as like if Garfield said he he loves Mondays, mm-hmm. which it does. That there is some other there is some other cursed imagery that I want to bring up in the future about Garfield loving Mondays, but but um. <laughs> I I just I I this this is crazy man. Uh, <laughs> it's the only time he ever speaks, and it huh. it's just this one off that just yeah doesn't make sense to me. No, I mean we have seen in the Garfield shows and movies, the animated ones at least, Garfield or Odie will like mutter words, but he usually only says like one words like. He'll say yeah, but it's through a bark, or he'll yeah. 
so he kind of does that, but he never really says like full words. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Once again, this this Odie's living a secret life. He really is. <laughs> the secret life of Odie Arbuckle. <laughs> All right, you know. So we were talking about how you know Garfield likes to play pranks on Odie, mm-hmm. and I that got me thinking. I would really like to see a YouTube prank channel featuring Garfield and Odie. I feel like that. Uh, I think that's <laughs> the next step for Garfield. <laughs> so. You want Pause Incorporated <laughs> to just unironically make CGI videos of Garfield pranking Odie? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, Odie could put like a bucket of lasagna on the like the door, like a and then, like, Garfield opens the door. Gives, and... gives Garfield a third degree burn. <laughs> yeah, burns his fur off. <laughs> He's like bald for the next two episodes. <laughs> Kind of fucked up. <laughs> How hot uh, do you think lasagna is? I mean, if it's fresh lasagna right out of the oven, it's. <laughs> Sam, have you ever had lasagna poured on you? No. Fresh lasagna. I don't think it gets to the point where it'll cause the most burns. I, uh, one way to find out, Sam may. All right, you got lasagna, don't you? Oh, I do have lasagna in my dorm. You think I wouldn't bring lasagna for my dorm? This is Garfield University. They <laughs> they, they supply you with lasagna. No, 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 no. Trevor, Someone... Trevor is that is that the only thing you're allowed to eat? Uh, yes. Oh, the, well, oh. they they got lasagnas. They've got garfacinos. It's basically the the menu from Garfield Eats. So there's Garfield shaped pizzas. There's the Garfield shaped cookies. Mm. Mm-hmm. But like, that's that's it. If if it's not on that menu, you're not allowed to eat it here. Um, they have people. There's cameras watching twenty four seven, and Our, the, amount of, the, the amount of Garfield podcasters I've run into, man, it's crazy over here. <laughs> no, it sounds like paradise. <laughs> Thought we were the only ones. Oh, far from it, Sam May. Far from it. <laughs> that makes me sad. <laughs> There's a hundred of them. A hundred, like exactly. Exactly one hundred of them. And they all yes. go to Garfield, wherever. Garfield <laughs> University, of course. Garfield State. <laughs> yeah. To you. To you. <laughs> to you, baby. Uh, well. I believe that's everything we've got to say about Odie, unless any, there's anything else anybody wants to throw out there. Uh, no, no, not really. And it, all right, then I do believe it is time for the dramatic reading with Jacob Pensky. All right. Today for our official dramatic reading, we're going to be going to January 24th, 1999 for a classic Garfield and Odie shenanigans. Odie pokes his head on Garfield, taking one of his signature naps. Poof! Odie barks, and Garfield jumps up in the air as he awakes from his nap in a dazed nightmare scenario. 
Odie turns to Garfield and says, uh, I mean, Garfield turns to Odie and says, All right, you dumb mutt, that's it. Garfield steps back, winds up his arm as he states, Get ready for a good pounding. As Odie sits there with a big, dumb grin on his face, ready to take a pounding from Garfield's menacing fists. As Garfield swings, Odie ducks under the punch. Swoosh. Odie then pops back up and gives Garfield one of the biggest licks that you could even imagine. Swoosh. Odie hops away as Garfield sits on the floor, drenched in Odie's saliva. You didn't see that. End scene. Why does Garfield sound That's like a, hot. From, or a bully from the 50s? Because he was saying, get ready for a good pounding, and I thought uh, that no, needed a good... Talks like to be that. honest, the only reason I chose this one for, was for that line, get ready for a good pounding. Weirdo. Take it like it's oh. getting past. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you for that dramatic reading, Jacob. It was, it was beautiful. Oh. It brought a tear to my eye. Um. Uh, oh. um, anywho, that brings us to the fun fact of the day with Maddie B. Well, you see, now this, this, is, a, this is a bit of a special week because I actually have two fun facts. Oh, so, man. Yeah. It's, is it, a... it's to make up for the big hiatus, right? Mm-hmm, of course. So okay. the first one. So in the book, 20 Years and Still Kicking, Garfield's 20th Anniversary Collection, there is a section titled Lyman's Disappearances. Well, top 10 explanations for Lyman's disappearances. And I'm just going to go through this list. So number 10, we got he left a strip to pursue, pursue dreams of Olympic figure skating gold. So pretty interesting. Uh, number nine, joined the CIA, working undercover in Russian comics. Eight, had lunch with Jimmy Hoffa. And then seven, took roles as Elaine on Taxi. Six, hit on Blondie and Kathy. Editors complained Davis fired him. Number five, disfigured in drawing accident. accident. Number four, moved to San Francisco. Number three, opted for career in hotel slash motel management. Number two, ballooned to 270 pounds, wouldn't fit in cartoon panels. And number one, do not look in John's basement. Oh, man. Okay. I'm a big fan of that last one. Oh, and it was later built on in the scary scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. One and two, so. And this this next fun fact, it's it's pretty epic. Now, if you guys had to guess how many times Lyman appeared in the Garfield comics, how how many would you say it is? Well, based on this pretty epic number, I I don't know if I want to say the number or not in case I'm correct. Is it four hundred and twenty? It is not four hundred twenty. It is ah. in fact. 69. Only now, 69? That's what it said on the wiki. 
Dang. Now that is epic. That, I mean, nice. First of all, nice. That that is the real reason that Lyman never appeared again. Jim Davis just <laughs> wanted to be funny. Jim Davis saw that he had made sixty nine, and he said, "Well." I just I can't have Lyman come back. That's it. Like yeah. Garfield, Garfield, John, and Odie, they're stuck. But Lyman, Lyman can go. Lyman can be at sixty nine and he can just leave. But that's weird because out of the like four thousand strips that exist, or however many I I don't know how many strips exist. There's a lot. Hold on. Well, now I'm intrigued. Hold on. How many? How many Garfield strips exist? 11,000. So, wait. No, it's way more than 11,000. Why is nobody giving me the right number? Because <laughs> this one's telling me it's it's syndicated in 2000. All right, let's just, let's just say 11,000 for this, because then the number's going to be even smaller. Mm-hmm. That... <laughs> The percentage of Lyman in Garfield comics is 0.0062%. Wow. He's not, Lyman isn't even in 1% of Garfield comics, yet he's had this weird kind of cult following. That's what what I'm saying. It's just because he fucking disappeared. After 69 appearances. Actually, technically, it's 0.6% percent not point zero zero six percent oh oh yeah scott god damn fair enough which is still very small yes 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 Mm -hmm. it's still less than one yes good job (laughs) thank you for catching me jacob oh it's Mm -hmm. no 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 problem all right well, thank you for those very epic fun facts, Matt. Thank you. Oh, you, you are very welcome. Um, but that does bring us to my segment, the Garf Cameo of the Week. And for my Garf Cameo, I'm going to take us back to the 90s when things were radical and cool. When a short-lived magazine series called Garfield Magazine existed. <laughs> Good name. It, uh, yeah, no, it was uh, very short-lived. Uh, in the year 1991 to, I believe, just 92, um, it was just Garfield Magazine. <laughs> uh, it was, I believe, a monthly. It was either monthly or bi-monthly. You got a magazine filled to the brim with Garfield antics and activities. They, of course, threw in you know strips and exclusive information. This was around the time when Garfield specials were airing, and the Garfield and Friends show was around the corner. So. Garfield was at like a all time high at that moment, so of course there was going to be a magazine about him back when people bought magazines. But uh, as I stated, it was short lived, so it uh, it ended, um, and uh, has never been seen again. Mm. Mm. Very interesting. I'd love to get my hands on a copy of one of those. <laughs> I'm sure you could find them dirt cheap on eBay if you actually wanted some. <laughs> Well, <laughs> maybe one day. Uh, gotta gotta catch them all, Jacob. All I really do. 
all 27 issues or whatever. Anywho. And that brings us to uh, everybody's favorite segment. What would Garf do with Sean Lyons? Classic Sean. Classic Sean. Sean's such a little stinker. Oh, my God. I, I hope Sean gets I, hit by a bus tonight. I, I, I hope... hope... You first. <laughs> I just hope Sean Lyons dies. Like, okay, he not. just okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we, maybe you don't want that on record. Okay, um, imagine, imagine if he did die. People are gonna think it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be really awkward. <laughs> yeah, uh, some dictator is uh, gonna show up at your house. Uh, are you Matthew Beal? You Are you Maddie Frickin' B? <laughs> <laughs> You do be baddie freaking B, though. Uh, I do. You do. Well, Sam, is there anything you would like to say? The floor is all yours. Um, no, I just think today was a really good episode, and I'm uh, glad glad we're back. And I, I know we got some good stuff coming next, coming up next. So everyone, stay tuned. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know, <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. what you're saying, Sam. Oh, right? I. <laughs> Oh yeah, big, just... big stuff for Garfcast. Keep calm and Garf on, you know what I'm saying? Oh, classic <laughs> Sam May, classic Sam. <laughs> Sam May for you. Well, I do believe that's all the time we have for this episode. Until next week, this has been the Garfcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this season three? Yeah. I guess, what? yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This is season three.